ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Real Heat Podcast. This is our second official episode, and tonight's going to be an interesting one. But before we even get into all that, you know, we got to do our introductions. And because, you know, I'm such a gentleman, I'm going to let the ladies go first. That's wild. Um, so <laughs> since there's no ladies, I'll go ahead and speak. It's your boy Spots. You already know I'm here to take over. And of course, y'all know me, Tommy Boz. So let's get right into it with our first segment. Um, tuned in. And if you've been tuned in to social media anywhere, you already know power leaked like crazy. And I'm so mad because I made a promise that I wouldn't watch these episodes. Damn, it's killing me. I can't go nowhere. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, everybody's talking about it, and I haven't seen it. Spots, you watched them? Nah, man. Uh, unlike the rest of the world, I know how to stay off of social media when things like this happen. Um, so I stayed as far away from it as possible. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a struggle. I've been seeing spoilers, and don't get me wrong, like spoilers don't really bother me, but some of the spoilers have made me more anxious to watch the episode. And I promise that I will be a loyal power fan and watch them on stars like I'm supposed to. But the funny thing is, I was about to say, you much better than me because uh, I'm only loyal because I don't got time for the ads. I, I watch stars without ads, and I, that's how I intend to see it. So going on to YouTube and watching that joint, <laughs> watch the ad pop up was not in my things to do. <laughs> oh, so you already start? See, you told on yourself. I told on myself what? No, I'm saying they're all on YouTube. So if I was to watch it there, I don't pay for YouTube uh, Premium or YouTube whatever the hell it is. Um, so I wasn't going to be able. TV? I do have YouTube TV, but that don't mean they leaked it on YouTube TV. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how it works. I'm not oh, paying for YouTube. YouTube been been free for two decades, and I wouldn't pay for it. Now I'm good. I'm That's good what I'm that. saying. And they throw them little ads in every ten minutes just because they can. What I look like watching Power and then getting the ad on whatever I looked up yesterday. I can just see it now. No, nope, don't do it. All of a sudden, all of a sudden in the middle, we've got beef. We've got cheese. Arby's. We have the meats. I don't want you to ever think that I'm looking at Barbies on a normal day. All right. Uh, but I'm glad that's what's going on on your uh, algorithms in the in the ad campaign. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. You got that you got that Burger King commercial with the with the catchy ass jingle. I'm not singing it. So if you don't know what I'm the talking about, let's Mary just move singing? on forward. That nope. one? That Absolutely one? not. No. <laughs> Yo, I wonder how much it paid Mary to sing that. I really Absolutely not. No, 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 no. We're not going back. That, we're not going back that far. Although Mary um, J could be better at doing commercials for Burger King than she is at acting, but that's a different story too. That's I a hot take. Mary's a bad actor. I, I, I think she kills the role of Monet. In fact, she's she kind of scary. I know a couple Monets are hot as in real life. I bet my mother. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, moving moving forward. <laughs> Moving forward, um, so 50 Cent actually made a post where he speculated that he thinks stars actually leaked the show um, in this ongoing beef they've been having for who knows how long now. 
I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I disbelieve that. That's. I mean, how else do you get fifty to sign this contract? They already got what they they signed on for five spinoffs. They're three of them in. Two more still have to happen, and then they still talking about expanding the universe some more. Like, how else do you get them to sign off? Like, hey, look. At the end of the day, you came to us because you needed the money to put it out. So here we are putting out your content. Don't don't try and play us. Don't stronghold us. I don't know if you know, but corporate white men ain't scared of thugs. They're not. So they're not. Um, I don't know. I I think that's kind of shady, though. You have a show that's doing so well. And honestly, to keep it a buck with you, I only have stars for power. It's not like I got stars for anything else. I don't even know what else comes on stars. I, I really feel like the reason why stars is doing so well is a lot because of power. And then you do the show wrong. How many people do you know get stars while power is running and then they cancel the subscription once it's over? I mean, I, I do agree that power is a huge show, right? Like, it's a big show, but that's not the only reason people are watching. Uh, stars got, like, seven other different premium shows and they play movies all day. And if you've ever had cable before, you know that they will bundle the hell out of all of these premium channels just to get you up there, so... Like, Stars is making their money regardless. But, I mean, I think it's a tactic, right? Like, you got to find a way to make sure that people is going to – you got to make sure that your business is going to move forward, right? Like, 50 can't pick up and take power somewhere else. But also, like, in order to extend these seasons out, right, like, you might be asking for more money. But, hey, look, bro, like, we're going to make sure that these episodes get seen. Um, I just don't see the benefit of – both. I don't understand the benefit of leaking the episode. So that's why I don't know if Stars is actually behind it. I don't put nothing past corporate America, but I don't understand why they would leak the episode. Um, I also don't understand why they skipped this week of or this past week of uh, airing uh, because I don't think anything important happened. But Not that I can think of, but yeah, I thought the same thing. And you know what? It's funny. People said at work, like this week, like my energy's been off, and I feel like it's because I didn't get my weekly dose of power. That Lord just have my mercy. Excuse. And I'm going to stick to it. That's, that's been my excuse. I'm going to stick to it. So <laughs> what do you like at power? Are you just dealing drugs at work? Is that what you said? Like, people at work is like, yo, your energy is off. You ain't, you ain't slid no sheetrock this way? Like, that's what's happening? Like, what's... So basically, because oh of power, here, here you go. Talk I didn't have things. the inspiration to be the boss that I'm meant to be. I didn't see Tariq in class formulating his equation on how he gonna get through the episode, and I ain't had my fuel to be the boss that I'm supposed to be. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, you remind me a lot of Tariq. I can see it. Why is that? I can see it. Why is that? I can, just fumbling forward. I can see it. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry, man. I love you, my brother. That's right. He may he he, he may fumble. That he always recovers. This is true. This is true. One thing about you, TJ, stay on his feet. You a nimble. You are a nimble man. I'll say that much. 
<laughs> One day when we have story time, I'll bring up the story. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think I actually told. I've told somebody the story. Mm -mm. <laughs> Not necessary. We don't have to do that. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. But um, while we are talking about 50, you know, get rich or die trying. Um, phenomenal album. And 20 years, seems, man. 50 seems to be wanting to relive that hype. Yeah, man. The glory days. Uh, 50 going on tour. To see Get Richard Die Trying, I think he put out the the tours list. It's like 200 cities or something like that. Uh, I am actually trying to go see it. I don't know if you was there for uh, Get Richard Die Trying. Obviously, you older than me because you old as hell. But like, I don't know if you was there when Get Richard Die Trying came out. But like, bro, it was different, right? Like, I don't know if as a what was that 2003? I think it came out. As a 13-year-old child, okay, mm -hmm. uh, I've never used the word bow and boom, boom, boom and all these trigger signs with my fingers so much. Uh, I was an actual thug for at least a year and a half. In your mind, you were a thug. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I remember... I was actually in band at that time, and we played um, band. Yeah, yeah. I was in. Look, man. I needed a. Uh, <laughs> I needed a, a extracurricular activity, man. You know, so I did band. Mm -hmm. This and is going to be interesting. Yeah, um, I can't think of the name of the song. If I can't do it, then you know that it can't be done. I can't think of the name of the song. I'm gonna let the champagne bottles pop. I'm gonna take I'm it to the top. For sure, I'm gonna make it stop, baby. Hey, I, I I never forget. And Mr. Crazy thing, our band director was a white dude. His name was Mr. Ray. I never forget. He came in. He was like, "Yo, I got something want, special." You just want y'all to say "nigga." That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's anyway. My bad. Yo, he came in. He was like, "All right, I got a surprise for y'all. Um, I know all y'all are really liking Fifty Cent right now, so we got a Fifty Cent song we're gonna play." He, he wrote it out, gave us the sheet music for it, started teaching us the parts, and we was dun, 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 dun. I'll never forget, man. Whole band was hype. So you being in band, what uh what instrument did you play? Trombone. Trombone. Interesting. Yeah, man. Uh nah, like the back to the topic, right? 50 Cent. Uh <laughs> Richard Die trying. Um <laughs> Look, man, uh, Patiently Waiting might be one of my top 10 all-time favorite songs. Uh, mainly because Eminem is in it and his verse is just ridiculous. But, you know, hey, man, Shady Records was 80 seconds away from the towers. and cowards fuck with the wrong building. They meant to hit ours. Just saying, bro. That's all. Uh, but, no, nah, that was like, that was an amazing song. But they ran the hell out of that album, and I quickly hated it. If I hear 21 questions one more time, if I hear uh, In the Club one more damn time, and if I hear Wangsta one more time, uh, I'll be fine. Like, I don't need... I forgot about Wangsta. Sheesh. Nobody forgot about Wangsta. Uh, that changed the entire language of the eighth grade or the 
fifth grade or whatever year it was. I don't know. Was it fifth grade? Fifth grade? No, Someone maybe it was two thousand. Maybe it was two thousand. I think so. I don't know. Uh, nah, because eighth grade was Kanye when he said uh, my favorite Fifty Cent song, Twelve Questions. Yep. So it had to be like fifth grade. Anyway, <laughs> it's just a rolodex of lyrics up here. I apologize. <laughs> um, surprisingly, I think Many Men was my favorite song off that album. Uh, was it because people was getting shot in the beginning, like in the intro? That's also a wild intro to play on the radio. Like looking back on it, like they didn't just start the song. Like now they edit songs out when they have wild intros. Like literally, they were like, "Yo, we got that new Fifty Cent," and then it's just gunshots. Paka, pa, 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 and then the, the song come on. Doom, 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 doom. Many men. Wish that for me. I don't know. I think it was that line. Uh, it's, I mean, I like the whole song. It's, it's that line. Of the, um, I think the end of his last verse, he was like, well, he got hit. Like, I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. That and was, like, that's what it, that did it for you. No, because because listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. No, like, like not on some, like, I got shot or anything, but, like, two people can go through the same exact thing, and either you're going to stand up from it or you're going to fold. Okay. I'll let you know. There was no introspection for me at the tender age of 13. At the time, <laughs> at the time, it wasn't for me either. But as I got older and started going through stuff, I would listen to the song, like the line kind of stuck with me. And I don't know, it just it just you know it stuck with me. No, no, I feel you. He said he got hit like I got hit and he ain't breathing. I just said, Oh he got <laughs> hit like I got hit, but he not breathing. That's all that happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I mean, oh. just 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 to think back though, like this is his first album. He came out crazy. Like, I mean, go shorty, it's your birthday. Like they, they still play that on the radio now, like it's not like you said, 20 years old. Like trust me, my mama's still singing like it's not 20 years old. That's the damn problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't know. I, I definitely got to give props to 50, you know, to come up in the game, you know, this this gangster rapper bragging about I got shot nine times. We're still here. Have a monumental start. Kill careers. Of, I mean, Ja Rule, he didn't really kill Fat Joe career, but he definitely embarrassed him. He won that J to kiss. He won that J. And to, 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 to come at you know, big hip hop heads like that, and still be staying strong. Still made it this long. Move from music to selling vitamin water to movies and TV. Like it's big. No, it's, big. It's, it's, it's not too many artists who who managed to even stay relevant this long. Let alone have that su- su- successful of a career. Yeah, I'll leave you with one question, right? Do you think that there was an artist that had a bigger debut than 50? I can think of one person, but I don't think their debut had the same impact. But for me, I, I say Kanye. 
You think Kanye's debut album had the same impact as 50? Or a similar maybe not, impact? Maybe not as big, but a similar impact, definitely. Okay. I mean, Slow Jam. And I even, no, Through the Wire was crazy on the radio for the longest. And then uh, 100%. Slow Jams? Oh, 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 oh. Man. Yeah, Kanye. Okay. All right. Me personally, I think that uh, the only person that meets the anticipation of a debut album would have been Drake with Thank Me Later. Um, but I think the album was underwhelming, if you will. So, yeah. is what it was, was what it is, nonetheless. Um, but speaking of which, like, you know, we talk about 50 and how 50 is now this big conglomerate owner. He's the head of the power universe and leaning on stars and making sure that stars has all of these things. The question is, you know, 50 became a successful businessman in terms of uh, how he runs his business and how he carries himself. So I think it's a perfect way to segue into our next topic, right? How do you separate the artist? from the art. Hmm. I think in this day and age, it's harder to do. Um, I think now because like celebrities are more available, like I, I always say this, like I think Jay-Z and Beyonce are a perfect example of celebrities who took their fandom back when celebrities are like high and mighty and they kept that mystery to them. They're barely on social media, don't really see much about them. Nowadays, celebrities are all over social media. They're constantly being recorded. Like their every move is known to their fans and everything. So I, I, I think Nowadays, it's hard to separate the artist from the art because the artist is their art now. Okay, I can see that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I will say, right, looking back, looking back on like the earlier days, if you look at if you think of like the early 2000s, the 90s, uh, Drew Hill. And Cisco, Jodeci, all of these kings of R&B. It was a lot of heartbreak going on. And from what I know the 90s to be, there wasn't a lot of breaking hearts happening. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, artists nowadays kind of have to live and portray what they are. Like, The weekend couldn't be The weekend without taking pictures around cocaine. Because then everybody would be like, all right, bro, you're singing about drugs, but do you really do it? Same thing with Future. Future got to be looking drugged out all the time in order for people to agree that his music yeah. is what it is. Uh, but I just feel like, you know, when it comes to Drew Hill, <laughs> I don't know if they was really, I don't know if their heart was broke. I don't know yeah. if uh, Mary J. Blige broke Casey's heart and made him sing life from the pits of his soul. 
Before we even get any further into this topic, though, we got a special guest for tonight's show. If y'all watch the Superwoman episode or the Venus versus Mars episode, you're going to remember this lovely voice. Our special guest tonight is Luna Katrina. Welcome to the hey, show. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Of course. So, we're talking about separating the art from the artist. I think we should jump right into it with mm-hmm. everyone's favorite child molester, Robert oh. Kelly. Oh, not favorite, not favorite. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> not favorite. I don't know if that's how I would have teed that one up. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about Sylvester. Come on. Sylvester. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um. R. Kelly got away with a lot of shit. Did he? He's behind bars. I mean, yeah, now. But this man played in our face for the longest. He called himself the Pied Piper. And I know Luna gonna gonna cuss me out for this. But like a couple weeks back, um, which which, which R. Kelly song came up on my shelf? Happy People, Step in the Name of Love, Ignition Remix. No, I believe was, I can fly. Um, Bangers, one after another. I'm just saying. No, no, it was. Uh, no, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It. it doesn't I mean, matter. it doesn't matter. But like, <laughs> this song came on, and I was singing the lyrics, and there's a part in the song. Seems like you're ready. Seems like you're ready. And there's a part oh. in the song where he says, "Like a real woman should," and I'm like. Yep. If you're singing to a grown woman, shouldn't she already? And I was like, oh, you nasty motherfucker. You played right in my face. See, I think that's where my dilemma is. I mean, yes. I mean, back then, they were bangers. We were, you know, all two-stepping. Every, I mean, like, no. But Word. when you understand, when you understand the artist was subliminally, like, saying things, like, you can't, you can't separate that because their intention from the beginning was to perverted it was disgusting i cannot and i will not and i have not played any of those songs and my daughter just became the most it it like the largest space jam fan the original one and i gotta cut her off with i believe i can fly she can't fly nowhere absolutely not absolutely not not. she can't fly nowhere she can't believe she can fly (laughs) she better walk she better jog she can not clipping wings but she but she's not gonna lie. Jesus. <laughs> no, look, no, ma'am. Not in my house. Look, look, look. I'm not gonna lie, right? I do not support Sylvester in the life that he had chose to live. But I will say, if if a song comes on, if a song comes on on shuffle, I don't know if I'm rushing to the skip button. You know, uh, uh, that's just me. I feel like I can separate the two. Because in full transparency, like if we look at these older artists, you look at the greats uh, that the white people would say, right? Like the Beatles and Elvis and all these other people, like I'm sure they weren't writing their songs. And look, there was a lot of uh, drugs and uh, stealing and selling women back then in the 80s and the 90s. It just never came to light. Uh, But that don't change the music being any type of good. 
stealing um, and selling women. I look, man. If you watch Cadillac, I, Records you know what? I just, I, I just, right? I, I forget. <laughs> look, these like go watch any of these like old documentaries, like uh, not documentaries, but like docu movies, right? Ray, uh, Cadillac Records, uh, the Elvis movie, like they used to like force background singers to come along and. Uh, matter of fact, I just read this post the other day about the uh, Rolling Stones. They had this black lady who was pregnant and she was supposed to, uh, you know, give birth fairly soon. But they called her and they basically blackmailed her into singing vocals on her uh, on their record. Uh, so she sang the vocals and she like because they're powerful vocals, she ended up having a miscarriage and losing the baby behind it. Uh, so it's super crazy. But like at the end of the day. Um, because that just hit light, like it didn't change the fact that that happened 50 years ago, whenever the Rolling Stones was was popping. Uh, so right, again, I don't discount. I, I I'm not discounting what he did because he's a sick motherfucker. But the music is the music. No, every play is a dollar and I will not do it. Like I will not find a method or a way to support an artist in, in any capacity that I know with as a woman with two daughters, like, like for me, it's a, it's an absolute no. It's no, a no. no. I definitely I I, agree with that. Like, I agree they, with like that. the per like as soon as all this went down, I like my stomach was, I think it's different. Like I remember I'm not even gonna go down that path. I just know for me, I took I took everything off my phone. It is, I mean, it, it, it's a no. Like I think at one point Apple might have banned him, and then somehow he came back. No, I looked him up. He was the artist was completely gone. No, well, what I would say is I had a hard drive, and LimeWire and BearShare and Napster were things. So I don't want you to think R. Kelly's getting my money. Um, but I also don't want the government to see this and think that that's a thing either. So, like, I just made that up. Right. I'm going to say, about that one? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back so, about okay. that one. While we're talking about artists who, you know, because they've done some irreputable things, we shouldn't support them. Let's talk about Bill Cosby. Are we banning the whole Cosby show because of Bill? The Cosby conglomerate. Let's ask that question. The Cosby Show, A Different World, Fat Albert, all of that. Agreed. So, again, that's another one where I was like, man, like all these years, I grew up like enjoying this family man, how he um, carried his marriage, how he raised his children, you know, like the pudding, the commercials with them. And putting cups and the jellos and the I mean it's just now I'm just sitting here like you want a pudding pop <laughs> that's what I'm saying <laughs> and and now I can't like I like the show will come on and and I I I I cannot enjoy the show I cannot sit there and and, and enjoy it I cannot I really just truly cannot so that's the Cosby Show but like what about what about a different world? The show that he created, he's not a part of, he's not on. He's just the EP, the show creator, things like that. We still don't support that either. Again, great lessons uh, on those episodes. I mean, I watched it from beginning to end. Like, it, I, I taught it in, in classrooms. 
I, I literally think video clips as like less like learning lessons in the classroom, but it doesn't hit the same. It just it just doesn't hit the same. You can't tell me. Let let's flip it. Let's say like I'm most you certainly found yourself. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, because this is why you is here. Yes. So, like, <laughs> if you find somebody, let's say you find mm-hmm. somebody, everything about this person is just great, mm-hmm. and then you find that one thing that you're like, dang, I don't even see this person the same anymore. Like, it's it's nothing that's wrong. It's nothing that's right. It's just it's not it's not a fit for you anymore. And for me, I just I can't. It's not a fit. So I challenge you the same way. You find a person that that you know head over heels for, right? The best person in your life. And then you find this one thing that makes you not like this person anymore. Does that change? It's, the, not, it's not a random thing. It's a deal breaker. Yeah. I get it. It's a deal breaker. But does that change? Again, I think, I mean, maybe this is a me thing. I'm starting to realize that I might not have all the morals that I say I have. Right. But like, does that change the and again, not saying that this pertains to you, just hypothetically speaking, right? Um, but does that change oh, the car they right. bought, the house they bought, the clothes they bought, the gifts they purchased, the food they've made? Does that change any of that in terms of like, look, you may have done or you may be a person of terrible things that's a deal breaker to me, but it doesn't change the products that you have materialized into the world. And that's where I'm saying. Right. Like but not, you're talking about the what, right? You're, you're talking about the what. And I'm, I'm questioning the, the intention. We're talking about the messages behind everything. Yes, he created music. He created good music. What did he want to do with that good music? He wanted what? Did, was he doing it to get younger girls closer? Like, like that's where it gets confusing for me. Yeah, but yes, I also don't, yes, I'm also not out here asking so. Ed Sheeran why he writing love songs either. Like Ed Sheeran is probably trying to serenade well, right. his well, wife every saying, night. But, but that's we don't my know. business. Just, that's what I'm saying. If right, Ed so Sheeran is know. out here singing to a four-year-old, that's none of my business right now. But thinking out loud is going to be a jam. It's going to be played at the wedding. So, okay. Oh, Sorry. I have a question. So, also, if he's, if he's singing to a four-year-old, he's sick. But I love Ed Sheeran. He's great. Are we are we believers that people? What? <laughs> I guess people can't be remorseful for what they did. Like personally, I don't feel like R. Kelly's remorseful for what he did because every time he's asked about it, it's always an excuse for him trying to. Circle Said y'all trying to kill him. Right. <laughs> so what about in in the case of Kirk Franklin who came out and said he had a porn addiction? Are we? You know, are we saying, oh, he can't minister, you know, the word through music anymore because he has a porn addiction? Is he no longer got I think property? it all goes back to his followers. It all goes back to the, all his especially the Christian followers, right? Like the, the, the word Not says, that stop. forget. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. No. No. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate you, Spot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think, I mean, uh, to your point, Tommy, right? Like, there's a lot of people that I feel like we have this moment of, like, when you bring in remorse, that brings in a, a new group of people, right? So you think <laughs> Franklin, 
Uh, can we not stomp anymore because Kurt Franklin had a porn addiction because he cussed his son out that time and it was his son decided to release the leak, the, the recordings. Um, I think of uh, Chris Brown, right? He was remorseful about laying hands and not in a godly way. Um, but in those terms, like, do we, like, does the remorse count? And Luna, this is for you, right? Like, do does remorse count? Does it count for anything? Now, granted, uh, I think Bill tried to be remorseful, but he was just old enough that he was going to die soon, so they let him out. Um, and I agree with Tommy. I don't think that uh, Sylvester is anywhere near remorseful. Um, but you know, I think that when Chris got out there on that on on that CNN stage with Larry King, rest in peace, in that big ass bow tie, uh, I felt the remorse in his voice when he said. Look, I was young, dumb, stupid, and my emotions got the best of me. And then he gave me uh, Deuces and an album with 500 songs on it twice. <laughs> so um, some of those songs are like the biggest songs in the world. And I don't know if that is the... Like, see, I, I feel like I could separate the two. I could separate Chris Brown, who doesn't lay the godly hands, and Chris Brown, who is just giving me hit after hit after hit off the cocaine. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but you know, things happen. Right, I'll, look, we're not, <laughs> so what I don't want to do, right? No, I think I think it's, it's. I mean, either we stand for something or we fall for anything. So where, where do we as our individual selves begin to draw the lines and create the boundaries of what our identity and beliefs are? I think that's where we all differ and I think that's okay, but when when like even with Chris Brown and the and the relationship, like obviously, like we all can say we've been through some sort of crazy situation with a with in a relationship. And I'm I hope we are all regretful for whatever those things were. And it and it doesn't make us a bad person. But it, to your point, yes, R. Kelly, he knew exactly what he was doing. Absolutely not. No. It, for um uh, or what you call it for Bill Cobb? For me, it, it it is a difficult. It is. I mean, I can't. I can't watch the shows the same way. I can't. Chris Brown. I'm not the biggest fan. Where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for his new album to drop. But you know, when I hear the song, oh my god, that was cool. And then I keep moving. But I'm not adding his his songs or anything to my playlist or keeping nothing in rotation. That's just me. That's just okay. me. Okay. So maybe there are extents and levels to it, but. Let me just throw another one out there, right? There's this guy named uh, Will Smith. Uh, he got up there on national television and smacked the fuck out of uh, Chris I Rock. Just, I was just thinking about that. I was and, just uh, about that. You know, I mean, and I agree. Now, anybody will tell you, I'm one of Will Smith's biggest fans. Um, Is he? But I agree with Chris Rock in terms of we don't fight white people in public. Uh, or we don't fight in front of white people in public. Um so I'd love to hear your take on that. Like, are we not watching The Pursuit of Happiness, Men in Black, Ali, uh, Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, however many Men in Blacks there were? <laughs> like, are we not watching these anymore? Like, are are our children banned from, you know, watching... Are we I not playing summertime anymore? Yeah, like, the summertime not get... Well, that that's kind of like the Fresh Prince, but we can't get jiggy with it no more, you know what I mean? Like... All because he just went up on stage and assaulted a man. He didn't. So, so if we're going to talk about the action, 
how we've been doing with everyone else, we have to talk about rationale behind it. This man apparently kept talking about his woman, like his wife, right? Like Chris Rock was consistently going. Now, should he have done it on live? Just like it's a slippery slope. No, you're going down a slippery slope. No, it's not slippery. It's not slippery. I got, I got good shoes on. I ain't slipping. I don't know, because I mean, Chris said that he was provoked when when the moment happened. It's just his is just more egregious because Chris Brown said he was provoked. For what? Say that. He said that she, he said that she wanted to go through his phone. He said no. She continued to antagonize him and hit him. He just retaliated. Now I'm not While saying it's right. While he was driving, I ag- not saying it's I agree right. With you. But he was provoked in his situation the same way you're saying that Will is provoked. The only difference is Will hit a man, Chris hit a woman. Either no, I I don't think you're understanding. I I'm on the page with you. Okay. When that whole Chris Brown thing went down, it was like, damn, like you hit her, like, and and I and I know the backstory, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I was like, dang. I mean, I mean, whether Chris Brown, I was gonna say Chris Rock, Chris Brown or Will Smith, whatever their action was, yes, like it was a reaction to something. Was it was a poor choice. But it's but for me, it's not something that was in, so incredibly intentional where it was consistently looking and seeking underage women like this was just like, I don't want to call it a one off, but it, 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 it was enough for me to say, oh, that happened. OK, I'm not judging you, but it, I don't I don't love you more. I don't love you less. It's like, all right, well, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and follow follow just the, your music or your or your whatever it, it, I don't, I don't, not, I'm, I'm a Will Smith, like, I'm not a fan, but it's like, okay, yeah, his, his, his movies, his show, yeah, okay, cool, but. Heard that spot, she's not a fan. I mean, he's one of the greatest actors of all time. I don't understand where the problem comes in, but I feel what she's saying. <laughs> nope, no it. problem. It, no problem. But I'm just, I'm not, I'm not actively looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not for me. No, I mean, I'm not actively like trying to find albums for either of them or the latest movie from from either from uh, which I'm gonna call it from Will Smith, but it's not the same as what we're looking at for you know what R. Kelly was doing. It's it's you don't you can't compare the two. Okay, so I have one more thing, and then I'll sit back and shut up, right? Because <clears throat> I did my research on this one. So, what's our feelings on? Uh, so R. Kelly and William Cosby, right? Um, <laughs> these two men were convicted of their crimes, found guilty. Uh, it was proven that they are sick humans, right? And that's where, and from what I'm understanding, that's what I'm seeing to understand is the difference between the two. Kurt Franklin said, hey, this is the, this is the situation. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. Work with me. We said, cool. Chris uh, Chris Brown did his thing. It seemed not to be a pattern. We said, cool. No love lost, no love gained. Will got up there, did his thing, said, "Mm," again, no love lost, no love gained. So in terms of, and again, I think that like the, the simple, quote unquote, simple assault is a lot different from pedophilia, right? I don't know if that's a word. I just say the words. Um, but let's bring up uh, this guy, Trey Songs, right? Mm. Um, 
who is rumored to be equally as nasty as uh, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, right? But not yet or not possibly never convicted or found guilty of any of these charges. Are we playing uh, Just Gotta Make It? Look, um, I'm not going to lie. I'm from the Berg. I'm not saying Trey songs is canceled, but certain Trey songs songs come on, and I'm not hitting that skip button. I recognize that he's a menace. Kiki Palmer tried to tell us years ago, and we laughed in her face. And I apologize to that day for this, for that. Um, but yeah, like Trey is definitely a menace. Um, People say stuff. People are claiming things, but nothing has has proven itself. Or at least there's there's never been enough context to say it's true or false. Do I not believe it's true? I do. But there's two, three sides to every story. And we're only getting the side of what's seen and was told Trey Songs ain't speaking on it. Nobody's giving us the truth. Rather than the case of we've seen Bill Cosby, we've we've found the truth. We've seen R. Kelly, we found the truth. Like I remember I saw a video like maybe like a year or two ago. I think he was on like a cruise ship. And this white girl, she was all around him. I think he like grabbed a boot. To the naked eye, it looks like, oh, he just sexually assaulted her. Could be. Could be. This is one of Trey's in-the-moment flings. We don't know. Nobody has came up front and said Trey did this. Do I think he's a menace? Yes. But nobody's proven nothing against him. And I'm going to keep it buck with y'all. I'm not skipping no Trey song songs if it's one that I really, really like. But Trey is definitely a menace. I'm, I'm not going to deny that at all. Just got to make it. Wonder Woman. Couple others. Yeah. Just saying that Chapter 5 and that Trigger album was, was kind of... Ready. Up. Ready by... Man. Hey, hey, hey. hey Soon as we... Yeah, nah. <laughs> Soon as what happens, Tommy? <laughs> Never mind. Don't want to know. Uh, uh, to, <laughs> to our guest, Miss Luna. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to create some. Y'all, are, y'all have some really. Y'all got a lot of cracks in y'all foundation. There's oh, a lot of cracks oh, happening. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of cracks in the foundation. Y'all, okay. y'all, y'all are trying to keep it streamlined and trying to make it a consistent decision throughout all your artists, occasions, situations, uh, occurrences. But you're not you're not keeping it a butt. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. You feel Shots as if fired. we're not keeping it a butt. Absolutely. That's like wild. because so like where my concern is is like if if you're if I feel like I've you know in the, in this conversation the questions have been challenging. What about this case versus this case? But mm-hmm. I'm hearing the same from you. I'm hearing well. I mean I might skip here, but I ain't gonna skip here. And I 
until proven until guilty what is it uh proven until what is it uh, innocent until, innocent proven, until guilty. proven guilty mm-hmm. uh it's just like yeah but if if there's something going on there and it's pretty consistent like you're, you're just going to continue now let me ask you this let's say something does come out on uh, the devoted trey songs of virginia then what let me make let's my say point all clear. the same information comes out like r kelly Let's Hold say on. all the same information comes out as R. Kelly. I feel you. I feel you. Let me make, I want to make sure that my point is clear because clearly it's, it, it hasn't been stated. So I want to make sure my point is clear. I can separate the art from the artist. Again, if R. Kelly come on, I'm, I don't know if I'm rushing to the skip button. I watch the Cosby show. I will watch a different world. I have no problem watching these Will Smith movies. I will play stomp over and over again. I say that because I'm not well versed in Kurt Franklin's catalog. Okay. So that's the only song that yeah. I know. Right, I'm just saying, hold on, wait a minute. He's got You know what I'm saying? Uh uh in terms of Maurice, like I'm going, I'm I'm listening to Chris Brown. Like I'm a fan of the music. Uh and same thing with Trey Songs. Like I can separate the two, but I have absolutely no problem telling them they are absolutely sick, nasty individuals. And I tell it to their face. I don't have no problem with that. What I'm saying is I have the ability. I think that I have the ability to separate the art from the artist. When I listen to an R. Kelly song, I'm not worried about what R. Kelly was attempting to do. I'm not like I could tell you. What was it like? Who who is it? Chance the Rapper? Chance the Rapper made. It's okay. That's you don't like, have to be. As much uh, as Chance the Rapper. As as, I'm telling you, it's okay. No, you don't have to be. Let me, let me get this out. Chance the Rapper made a whole talk, album about his wife. And I don't think about his talk, wife at all. I know y'all be feeling it in your soul sometimes. So why would you sometimes. allow music of any kind from someone that is... I mean, Disgusting. you know, you know that they're doing wrong. You know that mm-hmm. music was intended for something else. Why would you even allow that music in your space? Because I don't necessarily think that you create music for yourself <sighs> to be enjoyed by others. Like you create the music for people to enjoy. So how right. you come to the conclusion of that, how you get the music what? is not necessarily important. That's what I feel. That's just that's my so, I actually I actually second what Spas just said. So perfect example. When I listen to Frank Ocean, um, or Tornado Flu, I like he's obviously has came out and said that he was singing that song in regards to a man. I'm not like that, that, that song doesn't that song doesn't bring a, a man to my mind when I when I hear or when I sing it. So I do agree with Spots when he says, like, the artist makes the music, but how, you know, how you take it or what it does for you may be different than what they may have made the song about. And that's where I think, I I, I think that's the key, right? Like, I don't think any of these people wrote, I don't think R. Kelly sat there and said, man, I'm going to write this song about a 16-year-old. And when the world hears it, they gonna know my love for this girl, right? My man was trying to get paid. Like, if we being completely honest, and I understand that it's a sick intent behind it or a sick thought process behind it, but he created the music. That's like if, 
I mean, in all honesty, I think the way I compare it is uh, if I had a former significant other and I painted, a, you know, I was an artist and I painted a naked picture of them, right? If I were to paint a naked picture of them and it became a, an immense work of art, right? Whether that was against her consent or not. Now, while like against her consent is a wild situation, right? Like she didn't say you could do that. She didn't want her face out there like that. All of these things, they may say, oh, you, you know, you went against the grain. But my goal was to show the my goal was to present art to the world, something that the world will enjoy. I wasn't thinking about, oh, the world is going to see this person and humiliate them or, you know, feel some type of way about them. And I think that's where the separation comes, because, again, in, in Bill Cosby's case, right, like. Theoretically, if you go to the Reddit boards, right, like a different world was about my alma mater. Like it was technically based off of where I went to college at. And I, th I find value in that. Um, I find value in a black experience at uh, an HBCU. And I think that that was a huge piece, especially for somebody who wasn't, I had no clue as to what that was in the opposite. Like I had... In terms of going to an HBCU, when I chose to go to one, my options were I could watch A Different World or I could watch College Hill. And if I choose the the, the lesser of two evils, it's a different world. So, like, while he may be a sick man that created it, I don't think his intent was to push sick ideas into the world. He makes a point. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of times people's inventions don't always go expected um perfect example the person who created dynamite made it for mining purposes and who knew they would turn into bombs so i'm uh, just just to say like what you put into the world may not be taken as taken the way you expected it to be but I am noticing a trend here. So we've discussed all of these people and I've noticed that they're all African-American. So I want to use this as a moment to talk about why we give people of African-American, like celebrities of African-American descent, such a hard time. Perfect example. We have Jonathan Majors right now who is fighting a case of domestic abuse with his... Um, with his, I, I guess, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever she may be, because um, I've heard different stories as to as far as what her title is. Um, and he's been canceled already. Nothing's been proven true, but he's been canceled. His ads been pulled. Marvel's talking about recasting Kang. Like, so much has happened that's probably derailed his career entirely. And then on the other side, you have um, Ezra Miller. This man wilded out for like months, kidnapping, assault, starting cults. Like, and he has a feature film that's about to hit theaters very soon. And no one's holding anything over his head. No one's talking about cancel Ezra. No one's saying, you know, he's the scum of the earth. I mean, if you want to go even further, let's look at the president before last. 
this man talked about grabbing women by the pussy. He's called Mexicans everything under the sun. But a child god. Right. He's he's clearly created a racial divide in the country. And he got elected to be the most powerful man in the free world. So how is it that Jonathan Majors is fighting a case that hasn't been proven true? He's canceled already. And then celebrities who aren't black can do all this stuff and rise to the most powerful position in the world. Do we not see a problem there? So, no, it's an absolute problem, which is why I'm going to go back to my point where if we if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And so oftentimes our black and brown communities are not on the same page. And so it's much easier for our uh, situations to present themselves as faulty, unloyal, uh, like our loyalties don't lie in the same. Our principles aren't the same. But in the other community, in the white community, it seems like they like it's like oh you oh me too like they just they fought like they 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 stand together in, in their own crazy way. I don't even think they intend to do it. It's just years and years and years of, of just them doing that. But, but we, we can't seem to we can't seem to be on the same page often. But that's also an issue because why are we oh, so? so quick to chastise our own and i'm not saying if somebody's doing the absolute worst like r kelly that we should support them but this man hasn't proven guilty of nothing but look what yet. we're doing now i think i think we get into a different situation when you start talking about the other races right i think that in this situation right this court of public opinion is we get into a whole different topic, right? This is a whole different situation. This is, again, black and brown people being able to have a public court of opinion of their own, right? Chris Brown did X. We feel this way. We feel that way. We're judge, jury, and executioner. In terms of the other side, the non-black and brown communities, they say whatever happened, happened. But what we won't do is let the other communities unite against us and tell us we're wrong. So to answer your question, I think that's where the situation comes. I think that's why the flash is still coming out in June or July. I think that's why your guy is about to run for president again. Not your guy, but the guy. I think that's right, why he's about to run for president he again. He better not be nobody, nobody guy. <laughs> because I think that the other community is like, hey, we could, we could say that he's a terrible human or we could let the other side win and we'd rather unite together than fall apart in front of America or in front of whatever we are. And I think that's a different segment to, to be had, but to answer your question, I think that's where the nastiness comes. I think, I think our community unites in terms of these nasty people on the other side. I think the divide is within each other. You know what I mean? The differences were very, uh, boisterous when it comes to it we we will spit our opinion in front of everybody versus the other side i'm sure middle america doesn't agree with the things that uh the 45th president did but 
they also aren't saying it out loud for everybody to chastise and say, oh, no, absolutely not. Right, which me, which so it looks mm-hmm. like whatever communication or system they have there, they're, it's not faulty. We know there's got to be some fault in there somewhere where they're not agreeing with each other and not working and, and collaborating. But we don't see that. So at what point do we say, oh, man, Jonathan Majors, you know what? We're going to support him until we until it's evident and we can't like we can't we can't stand together. We can't come together for that same bond. And even with R. Kelly, let's just go back to R. Kelly. We're so divided that when others look into the black and brown, they're like, man, they don't even know what they want. Some people say yes. Some people say no. And it looks like it's like a weakness. It's like a it's like there's like a, a flaw in our community and it makes us easier targets for it to be like oh it doesn't matter they're going to eat each other alive anyway with this next topic i have a thought but i know we're about to hit time so i'll say this right in terms of those thoughts right why don't we support jonathan majors until something is proven right i think the reason and this is my opinion Mine alone. I think the reason behind that is because the people that it affects are also an underrepresented people, if that makes sense. So Jonathan Major's significant other at the time is a black woman. Uh, the people that Chris Brown is associated with in, the, in terms of those, black women. Uh, so as you think about these things, it's like, we already go with black women don't have a voice. Nobody stands up for them. You know, we could, we can all do more to protect them. And I truly believe that that's a true statement. And that's why, so I do 1000%. I do. Then how, how can we not be so quick to not skip an R Kelly song when he like completely disregarded, disrespected, tore down the black woman? Young as they have may, may have been, even more protection should have been placed upon them. 1, so why aren't we in a place of, of skipping songs for R. Kelly, who completely like destroyed the black like female community? Because now listening to a song is in a way saying, you know what, that was really bad what he did, but this this song is still a bop. Meanwhile, our black women are like, do you understand what 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 happened in our community? I do. Um, and I think that that's where the point comes in the separation. That's the entire point of the segment, right? Like the separation of the art. I think that when you, how you get to, again, some of these, think of your favorite TV show, right? Like you think of the wire, you think of power, you think of all of these things. Like these came from real life traumas, right? Like the wire came from Baltimore's dirtiest, grimiest things. And it, and it created an amazing show right so in terms of that like are we saying like yo because the wire is all of the crack epidemic in baltimore like we shouldn't support that because snowfall is about the crack epidemic in uh los angeles we shouldn't support the show like that's where it comes from that's where these things are coming from like the art is completely separate from the actual things that happened and I think that's where the separation comes. Now, I will always champion my black woman. And I think that, again, I will never champion the man behind the song. What I'm saying is that in the event that the art is in my vicinity, I don't know if I'm at a full sprint to press the next button. 
So I have I have one last point I want to make, and and then I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave it alone. Um. So the same way we sit here and we talk about R. Kelly, you know, did this and did that, but what about all of the gangster music we listen to about people getting shot, killed? Like we we just sat here and talked about Biggie and Pac last episode and. I mean, both of them have blatantly in several songs talked about shooting someone or having somebody run up in your spot or the 10 crack commandments, like not, you know, like this is why I, I'm, I'm, I'm with spots. Like I can separate the art from the artist because I'm obviously not here slinging bricks or, or, you know, giving credit to a crackhead, you know, like, but I listen to that and I love it. Who shot you? Like, I, I'm never going to skip button on, hit the skip button on that. But there's obviously always been speculation that who shot you was about pop. It's not going to take away from me listening to it. Listening to it. Like I, I think said, I'm missing I the just, connection. Okay, um, trying to think of a specific song right now. Um, what, what, I mean, what, and to be honest, a lot of these artists out here talking about, you know, clack, clack, like you, you ain't never had the real gun in your life anyway. You out here in the streets running just like, some of these people, are, it, it's just for entertainment. My, right. my whole thing is when our conscious is activated and we know that the artist has like deliberately committed a crime with no remorse this is where i i draw the line this is where i this is this is where i step back i build my wall whatever you want to call it we i'm talking about the deliberateness of or i don't even know if that's a word but this that's that's what i'm referencing so we're, we're, we're like... going through so many case-by-case -case scenarios where we're trying to make them connect by the smallest 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 similarity no that, and i that, don't think no. that is the same way the the connection i was making was okay so like you say a lot of them have never held a gun but think of how many people may have been influenced by that music to get into the street life john Morant. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had I'm to do it out. i'm logging off i had to do it <laughs> but like in in full transparency right like to your point to your point these people are making music about guns, shooting people, all of these things, and they may have never done any of that, right? The same way, if you bring it back to the other people, they did all of the things. It's no different than the gangsters that actually did it, right? We talked about 50 earlier in the episode. 50 claims to have done all of these things. Shit, because, he, because 50 has taken lives, that doesn't mean that I'm out here championing taking black lives. Like I separate the art, you know. When 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 TJ said his favorite song off "Get Rich or Die Trying" was "Many Men," I'm pretty sure he's not out here saying, "Man, let me tell you, I, I, a bunch of people hate me, and I'm ready to kill all of them." I'm sure that's not what he meant. He's not championing that. He separates the art from the art, the artist. That's all. That's the that's the point that I would like to make. Uh, and I'll let everybody go home today. Yeah, I. I, I... The guy spoke my piece. Yeah, I'm 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 very comfortable with my stance. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks so uh, much for inviting me for my five cents. I really, for your, very much for your fifty cents. Because Spice missed the opportunity for that joke <laughs> earlier. He was like fourteen. No, no, so no. I was like, no, it could have been her fifty cents. Like, how you missed that? No, I knew what I was doing. But regardless, thank you once again, Luna, for coming through. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And catch us on the next episode of the Real Heat Podcast. Peace, chicken grease, and all that other good shit. Later.